0: Hello and welcome to episode one of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. I'm your host, Bide Bidemi On this episode, I'll be analyzing five Yoruba Proverbs that describe concepts such as knowing your place and behaving accordingly, moderation in behavior, dealing with people in authority, and taking care to not overreact to situations. So according to Yoruba tradition, a young person quoting proverbs in the presence of adults must do so humbly and respectfully. Therefore, in line with tradition, I humbly crave the indulgence of my parents and elders before going ahead with this episode. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So the first proverb I have is Adigari Sile Iwuren Yoju Eruiran Reni so basically, that means we prepare the saddle and the goat presents itself. Is it a burden for the lineage of goats? So I'll say that again. Adigari sile ni We prepare the saddle and the goat presents itself. Is it a burden for the lineage of goats? So basically, what this means is goats that know their place do not offer their bags to be saddled. So a further explanation of this proverb is basically saying if we prepare a saddle, it's either meant for a horse or a donkey or a mule because those are the animals that are typically used to carry people and goods and those are the ones we put saddles on. So we don't put saddles on goods because first of all, they are smaller, much smaller and they are not exactly reared to be used to carry people and boarding so a goat showing up to be saddled just like other animals is a goat that does not know its place so like i said the meaning is basically goats who know their place do not offer their backs to be saddled so what this means generally in terms of application to daily lives is we should all know our place and not just show up somewhere where we are not expected or show up to do something where we're not expected to do it or something we're not qualified to do so that's basically how this first proverb um goes and to to repeat it again the proverb goes like this we prepare the saddle and the goat presents itself, is it a burden for the lineage of goat? So on to the second proverb, it goes like this, joba <speaking in Hebrew> ofeje You've been crowned king, and yet you make good luck charms. Would you be crowned God next? So um, the proverb goes like this, and once again, joba <speaking> she <in Hebrew> You've just been crowned king, and yet you still continue to make good luck charms. Would you be crowned God next? So this basically means being crowned king is about the best fortune a mortal man can hope for. So you, you've already attained a, a high position, um, which is the highest any human can attain, being crowned king, and yet you're still making good luck charms. Do you want to be crowned God next? So what this means is basically saying, Whatever position you you achieve in life, um, there's always, everybody wants to be ambitious, but there's always a limit to ambition in any situation we find ourselves. And this is just one example of that. Um, This proverb captures it very well. So someone has just been crowned king, which is the highest thing a mortal man can hope for, and then you're still trying to do good luck champs. So what's that good luck that is higher than being king for a mortal man? Um, the third proverb I have here is Afijogbawa. Biaobajo. Biaobaja. bawa, Kotombi. So this translates to by dancing, we take possession of our. Through fighting, we take possession of our. If we neither dance nor fight, but we take possession of our anyway, is the result not the same? So I'll say that again. Afija Bawa Biabati Bawa by dancing we take possession of our through fighting we take possession of our so two things that make us to take possession of our and by the way our is basically describing a kind of a gift or a present that you win by either dwelling for the, for the gift by fighting someone else. And the winner of that fight takes possession of this gift or you basically dance. So this is basically translating to what happens in traditional European societies. Men and women compete for gifts and presents. The men fight because apparently that's mm-hmm. what men do to take anything or earn anything back then. And then the women dance to basically achieve the same gift. But if you neither dance nor fight, and you still have this present in your hands, so is the result not the same? So basically, why make a huge production of a matter that is easily taken care of? So if you don't have to either dance or fight before you get a gift, then why still go ahead and make a big deal out of earning or getting this gift? So basically what this means is, there are so many ways to achieve the same result and we should always look out for those um, other opportunities basically saying you should be open-minded and not limit yourself to whatever it is you're trying to achieve and of course there's always so many ways to translate Yoruba proverbs and any proverbs um, for that matter. Um, for the fourth proverb I have here is Aki ba so, one does not share a farm boundary with a king without getting one's feet gashed by the king's hoe. So, a hoe, um, H-O-E, um, is basically a farm tool. So, if you have a farm and your farm has a boundary with a king's farm, and of course, you know, a king's farm would have the best tools, the sharpest tools, and so on. So while working on your farm, you're more likely to get um, injured, basically, by the king's farm tools. So that's what this translates to. And they're just using one example of a farm tool. So the king's farm tool is most likely going to be bigger and better than your own farm tool. And basically saying you can get injured simply by association or you you can get in trouble if you associates with people in authority and you don't take care of that association so one should be cautious in dealing with people in authority that's basically what this proverb translates to um i'll say the proverb again one does not share a farm boundary with a king without getting one's feet gashed by the king's hole and for the last proverb i have here is one does not get angry with one's head and therefore use one's cap to cover one's buttocks so basically saying do not cut your nose to spite your face so that's one popular proverb that um tracks well with this with this one binori you don't get angry with your head and then use a cap That is meant for your head to cover your buttocks. So whatever it's um it is that is um happening around you, take care to not overreact because your overreaction not only might it look um weird or awkward, it might produce an opposite result that you intended anyway. So like I said, the the direct translation or the The proverb that tracks to this one is, do not cut your nose to spite your face. You end up with a noseless face, which is not good for anyone, I guess. So that's all I have for this episode of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast, this first episode. And if there's any questions, comments, or suggestions, please send an email to bidemi at bidemiologine.com. So the Proverbs, the Yoruba Proverbs podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alonely Productions, Audio Engineering and Graphic Design by Yosh Truli, Bidemi Ologunde, Senior Producer, Bidemi Ologunde, Executive Producers, Oluf Alari Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on Yoruba Proverbs, their meanings, translations, and applications to daily lives. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Yoruba Proverbs podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please email bdme at bdemyaloginday.com. And please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. I think you can do that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.